Me Too Netter, Volume 1, The Great Oracle of Tahuti in the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation. Chapter 1, Introduction, 20-Minute Read Practice. The world is on a collision course with disaster, not only from or because of the threat of nuclear war, but from the massive collapse of its institutions. For example, political, social, economical, religious, spiritual, educational, etc. It is the combined failure of these institutions and traditions that it is at the root of the widespread decay and stagnation that we are witnessing is just about every nation in the world. This state of affairs, a cometan priest, priestess would say, is due to the lack of self-knowledge. This injunction has been quoted often by scholars, yet none have given much insight into its true meaning. In explaining what is knowledge of self, I ought to begin it seems most natural at the beginning. But that would take us into such an abstruse discussion that it makes better sense to start instead at a familiar midpoint. Let's start with what you're doing at this very moment. As your eyes race across these lines, I want you to make the effort of becoming aware of the fact that you are involved in two sets of functions. On one hand, you are making the effort to keep your attention on the sequence of words as you read. The other hand, without your conscious effort and awareness, the meaning of what you are reading is taken shape. These two sets of functions are more apparent in the more complex activities. While you need to think of getting up and going somewhere, you need not think of the details of the muscular activities involved in getting up itself. They are taking care of you. When you type, dance, play an instrument, perform in a sport, dive, drive, write, etc., you can become aware of the fact that some part of your activities is performed without conscious effort. Now, this dualization of your being into two fundamental sets of functions is the central theme of self-knowledge. One part of your being is concerned with activities that you have to direct, while the other deals with activities that occur without your attention to them. You may have noticed that I have gone to a little trouble to avoid the popular designations like voluntary versus involuntary or conscious versus subconscious behavior. You will see later why. Let us for now label them willed and automatic, respectively. It might not surprise you because you already know that great performers make poor teachers, yet you might be surprised to know that you could not give an accurate description of how you walk or articulate the words that you, that you speak, etc. If you fail for the same reason that most great performers do as teachers, the, the performance of tasks in question is carried out without your attention and awareness 
of the intricate details involved. Your direct attention to the desired result and other parts of your being unattended takes care of the execution. In fact, as you sit here, this other part is, without your attention or consent, determining what understanding you are extracting from what you are reading. And at the same time, it is taking care of your breathing, exchanging oxygen for carbon dioxide in your blood, circulating the latter through every cell in your body, probably digesting some food and getting ready to shut down the part of you that directs activities. That it may have more freedom and energy to do some major repairs on your vehicle while you sleep. Among many, many other very complicated things. Side note, the subconscious mind is the deity Ra of the Kemetic tradition. It should be obvious by now that there exists a vast difference in the knowledge and capabilities between the two parts of our being while the willed part of our being has to be instructed and is no better in its performance than the quality of the material taught it. The automatic part of being is directed by an omniscient factor. Let's realize that it's directed that it directed the formation of the physical part of our being the very moment that our prognator sperm and egg came together. What if the willed part of our being, instead of learning from the nascent will of others, learn from the omniscient being that directs the automation within us? I.e., instead of the limited in knowledge, learning from the limited in knowledge, Learn from the omniscient. The answers to these questions will provide full insight into the nature of our being, the cultures we have produced, the shaping forces of our history, and explain the causes of our problems, besetting mankind, and will also show definitively the way to their solutions. It is sufficient to say for now that according to the African spiritual tradition, the automation within us is in touch with all functions in the world and it is capable of manipulating them. With the proper directions, we will come to see that there are three kinds of people in the world. One type inclines towards relying on the willed part of being for survival and flourishment. The second on the omniscient intelligence and the automation. And the third on an equilibrium of both parts of being. In fact, all cultures fall into one of these categories. These three categories do not represent distinct types, but stages in the spiritual development of individuals and nations. The first stage corresponds to the polarization in the willed outer part of being, and the second in the polarization in the inner, and the third to their equilibrium. We can better comprehend this if we paraphrase it with the stages of one, resilience on the part of being with limited knowledge and capability, and two, reliance on the part of being with infinite knowledge and capability, and three, the equilibrium between the two. Another paraphrase will explain further. One, polarization and learning from outside of ourselves 
from someone else, two, in learning from within ourselves, and three, the equilibriums of both approaches. Further still, one, polarization and resilience on externals, i.e. tools, machinery, medicines, etc. Two, polarization and reliance on internals, i.e. the power of the spirit, and three, the equilibrium of both methods. We can begin to see which creatures shape up to which categories. The first type, polarized in the cultivation of the external part of being, corresponds fundamentally to the Western man and some Orientals, white, while the opposite, polarized in the cultivation of the internal, corresponds to the Black race and some Orientals. Success in the civilization of both parts has been truly achieved by the Kometans, who, for the record, belong to the black race. Now we can understand why. For example, all the fundamental skills and institutions of civilizations began with black nations. Kemet, Summer, Babylon, Elam, the Hapara Valley civilizations, Kush, Indus Kush, and Canaan. Because of their people's ability to learn from the internal part of being with its storehouse of knowledge concerning every secret of the world, they were able to intuit 6,000 plus years ago the knowledge that forms the basis of our civilization. Religion, mathematics, geometry, medicine, astronomy, writing, literature, agriculture, metallurgy, government, architecture, painting, sculpting, algebra, science, etc. Because Western man is polarized in the cultivating cultivation of the external part of his being, he had to learn these skills from others, blacks and orientals, who were able to learn these things intuitively. This brings us to the critical part of our introductory discourse. Underlying all the functions of the automation within us is a program of order. The maintenance of our bodily processes in a state of order according to this program is what we call health. We will come to see that this very same program of order is in charge of regulating the social behavior of people. Where it finds full expression in the social arena, there is mortality, morality, sorry, morality, wealth, spirituality, and prosperity. True religion, we will come to see, deals with the techniques of communicating with the director of the automation within us. In order to gain access to the power, storehouse of information, and the host shaping factors of our lives. The world is in a sorry mess and now it finds itself because, because the dominant culture in the world is that of the external part of being. It is not enough to say that the external part of our being does not know much about creating and maintaining order. For even if it did, it lacks the ability to generate order in the life of people. Hearing sermons and reading books on moral behavior will make you as moral as reading books on healing will heal your illness. 
The most of the book on health, for example, can do is to direct you to some means of directly influencing the automation. Yet, such information must have originated from some person's intuition. The same holds true for religious, moral, and spiritual behavior. All techniques on the subjects originated from the inner part of people's being. If you observe very carefully, you will see in the religions of the dominant cultures today, people are directed outside themselves for moral and spiritual guidance. In contrast, African and some Oriental cultures direct their members within themselves, a trance for intuitive guidance for the for the same ends. The differences are vast. We must recall the fact that the external part of being, however lucid on a subject, lacks the power to direct the processes that shape our behavior and bodily functions. Now we can fully understand the lack of wisdom in denouncing Westerners as hypocrites for preaching doctrines of such high moral values while their destructive acts in the world are unparalleled. The inner culture for accessing the program of order that is in shaping that is the shaping force of a harmonious social life, an essential prerequisite for man's spiritual growth and the flourishing of all social institutions, has been displaced by the outer culture, which is far from equal to the task. Although it is long on words on the subject of spirituality, as detailed account of the history of this phenomena is necessary for the understanding and the use of techniques in this book. But we first must get a better grasp of the structure of the subject. And now your dictionary definitions from chapter one, through page nine. Definitions. First word. Progenitor. Progenitor. A biologically related ancestor. Omniscient. Omniscient. Having complete or unlimited knowledge, awareness, or understanding, perceiving all things. Omniscient. Nations. Nations. The lack of knowledge, ignorance. Nations. Nations. Metallurgy. Metallurgy. The technique or science of working or heating metals so as to give them certain desired shapes or properties. Metallurgy. Metallurgy. And this concludes the reading of chapter one, the introduction through page nine.